Paul. What's up, bro? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Doing great. Superb. Very Fantastic. Good. Fantastic. All the same adjectives. How about you? <laughs> good. Good. Or are they technically the same adjectives? No, How would I, I make it different? No, I thought I was uh, I was quoting something. Forget where it's from. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you're ladies and gentlemen, uh, go ahead. Scene. You're probably remembering the scene from Beautiful Mind when he was like, "I'm petrified, I'm horrified," and he goes on and on. Yeah, it's all the same adjectives. <laughs> it's probably what it is. It's probably what it is. Sorry, uh, you go. No, you go on ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'll shut up cool. next time. So, so JP likes to quiz me on movies and I like to quiz them too we had this really we had this interesting activity when uh, when we were teenagers we had a youth group youth night and we had to guess everybody's favorite movie and my favorite movie at the time was I Robot by, with Will Smith um, but we had recently watched The Wolverine and I had mentioned to JP that I really liked that movie so if a person got an answer correct we could spray them in the face with a spray bottle and the, the question was what's your favorite movie and everyone was like that's not fair they're brothers he will know and JP said Wolverine and I instantly sprayed him not because he was right but because I wanted to spray him in the face <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know uh, that memory's coming back <laughs> yeah but yes the, the Wolverine is, is good uh, uh, that's that's actually that's a uh, Wolverine X-Men Origins. I like the Wolverine uh, with the Japanese stuff. Uh, but today, Paul, let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about a really great show, Boy Meets World. I love that show. I like. I I'm trying to remember if I first and oh uh, yeah, this is my health class. I think it was great so health funny. Class. It was so funny. I just loved it. No, we're just kidding. We're actually going to uh, review WandaVision. How was it, Paul? <laughs> did I do a good job? You did a good job. That was good. <laughs> uh, they have, like, depending on the era, a different music video per era for the show. I feel very embarrassed. That was a really bad and like, WandaVision. No, I think it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, JP is kind of a sitcom genius. Um, so he's going to have to... <laughs> well, what the... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I really only really know what... Uh, that's a really funny phrase. I really know what I really know. Uh, Seinfeld. But JP's watched Friends. He's watched... Uh, oh, yeah. I, I S- know what you... Uh, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that's not really... Well, I... I actually don't watch Saturday Night Live, but uh, I watch The Office, um, Parks and Rec, Michael. or Parks and Recreation. Yeah, the only thing I know about that is that Star-Lord's in it, and he lost a lot of weight after that show. Yeah, he's hilarious, though. He is Good really actor. funny. Great actor. Can't wait for Jurassic. I've only seen a few, man. Um, it's not. I'm not an expert. I've seen a few. I've seen the Andy Griffith show. Oh, you have. Yeah. Barney like Five. It? Yeah, it's really funny. You should watch it. Maybe I will. Yeah, it's a good idea. The guy Barney Five, he's really funny. 
in all seriousness, uh, <laughs> WandaVision, technically speaking, is a sitcom. You would say that. It's a sitcom um, up until the... I say the sixth or seventh episode because after that we were it's it was no longer really a sitcom it was uh, in our time period and also the same year technically but they still kind of started the they still started out the show with their intros like a sitcom but I feel like the sitcom. After they made a parody of, uh, I think it's called The Family, like from ABC. See, I'm not an expert. (laughs) I don't know these shows. So why, why, uh, like, I mean, like you said before, this is a spoiler cast. Why does Wanda project this in a sitcom kind of way? Uh, so good question. Well... Uh, the reason for that is, <clears throat> growing up, she watched a lot of sitcoms. When um, they, uh, when uh, when she was still young with her brother, and her mom, and dad, uh, back in Sokovia, uh, her her dad would rent uh, these sitcoms, and that's how they would uh, learn English. And well. You know, there are things in your childhood that you like, um, that just, uh, stick with you for the rest of your life. Um, so it's, it's a very emotional and, uh, deep psychological connection to these sitcoms because of her childhood. You know, she loved, she loved her childhood. She, uh, you know, she misses her mom and dad, you know, those times. So... With that in mind, thinking about uh, her mental state and her uh, psychological state, um, she made this uh, hex, as uh, they call it in the show, um, because she was trying to deal with the the loss of uh, vision. Excuse me, so interestingly enough, Every episode was a different time period, and they were also, I don't know, parody, but they were mimicking uh, a sitcom that was very personal to her in her childhood. Um, But yeah, it was just one way that she she could deal uh, with the loss of vision. Yeah. Um, It's a peculiar show. Yes, I would say that. It was very odd in the beginning. Very Unique weird. show. Weird show. Cool show. Are these all the same adjectives? Uh, True question. <laughs> no, you're the English guy. <laughs> I did horribly in English. <laughs> um, so, we get introduced to the show at a really odd point. We don't really know what's happening. Even in episode three, when we get kind of the modern side, we still don't understand what's happening. And then as the show progresses, we get little Easter egg here, little Easter egg here, hint here. Oh, this is the story. This is the story. This is the story. And then all of a sudden, 
everything adds up, comes together, and the show ends. So, that's the review, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wanda, like you talked about, Paul, is coming from the loss of Vision. Um, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, go watch um, Age of Ultron and Civil War and Infinity War and WandaVision. <laughs> um, but, you know, Vision and Wanda come straight from the comics, their relationship, a uh, very interesting relationship, you know, given that he's like a android super bot and she's a technically a mutant. So, but... We can say that, but... Enhanced. So, Vision is an enhanced, or one does an enhanced, or both? Can you hear me? <laughs> no, one does an enhanced. Wanda. Wanda's an enhanced. Who's an enhanced? Wanda's an We're having technical difficulties here. People, sorry. Um. We don't really get to know how powerful Wanda is until this series. Yeah, they really live up to her. That was that was the best part. See, when when we were first introduced uh, to her um, and, uh, in Angel Voltron, I was like, oh, they're not really living up to who she really is. And then this one, I was like, I was impressed. I was like, yes, finally. Yeah, they Marvel knows how to give us those touching moments where you're like, <laughs> no, and the moments where like, yes, let's go, you know, and uh, one of those moments, even though it was kind of awkward, uh, was when Agatha calls witch. You're like, ah, awesome. You know what I'm talking about? Make a point on that. Um. She has always been the Scarlet Witch. Now, in the movie, I think for the purposes of the general audience, you need to you need to, to introduce the Salem Witch Trials, so you can kind of get an understanding of like, oh, witches. So for the general audience, they're like, oh, so Wanda's a witch. She uses magic. So to me, when the, when she said that, I was like, I was, how do you, how, how do I put this into words? I, I did not have the same reaction as you, but it was more like, you're just making it sound weird. Yeah, Agatha. Agatha, Agatha. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like Agatha made it sound weird, but you still got the hype of, yeah, that's what she is. That's what we're talking about. Give us that, Marvel. Give us the cool stuff. Yeah. Not that they haven't given us cool stuff. You know, props to Marvel. Even more cool stuff for coming. Yeah. But then, you know, Marvel always gives us those, you know, crying moments, too, like I mentioned. You know, because you feel kind of, you know, you know, we don't feel bad for John Walker, but we feel bad for Wanda because, you know, she doesn't get to stay with Vision. You know, the, the part where they're saying goodbye, 
that's pretty sad uh, when she's remembering her past and there's the, the part with Vision and he says something like what is grief but love enduring, enduring. persevering so, you know, vision, persevering what is grief but love persevering you know I uh, I think you would agree with me their roman- romance that Marvel gave us was way better than the Black Widow and Hulk <laughs> that was lame that was not even that was so like brushed over it was like what in the what is happening right now yeah so Marvel did a good job with with with, uh, with Wanda and, and Vision and you know at first it's an interesting ep- it, it's it's a very comic book series um, you get a lot of good comic book elements. You get invested into that Marvel lore, Marvel universe, Marvel s- stuff, compared to you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is still Marvel but just very grounded. And so when you get this cool comic book stuff, you just—I feel like we have a tendency as fans that we want more. We want a lot. We want throw this in here, give us this, give us that. Yeah. And yes, yes, that- I agree with you. That's was kind of WandaVision's downfall on the side of on on the sense of fans. Because it was an overall great show. And in the end you have to understand that it's a show about Wanda, not about Doctor Strange. And why did we talk about Doctor Strange, boys? Because we thought he was gonna show up. <laughs> yeah, I was really disappointed in that. So Marvel and you know, JP will quote me on this. He does remember this. Okay. <laughs> Marvel does this weird thing where they do want you to guess and hype and all this cool stuff and then they give you something you think that's what it is you're so excited and then they go no it's just some random character. <laughs> so the um, I'm referring to way back when with Iron Man 3 and we were watching the Mandarin on the trailers and we're going oh my gosh it's so cool. Ah, uh, yes. This is a perfect and then, example. And then you watch the entire movie. You're like, oh my gosh, the Mandarin's going to be so cool. We watched him in the animated shows, the comics. And then it's, my name is Trevor. I'm an actor. <laughs> we, we were so... <laughs> we were, oh my gosh, we were so disappointed. Yes. And so that's that, my friends, uh, listeners, is what happens in WandaVision. We think we're getting Pietro... But a different Pietro, a Pietro, not necessarily Matt from the Fox. Boner. Yeah, that guy. Um, that was we, lame. That was very lame. He the, he turns out to just be a random guy in the city that Wanda has, technically speaking, taken hostage, and he's not the speedster that we know. I know that guy, the the actor. I forget his name, but I he looks back and he's like, "That wasn't a joke." It's probably very sad. Yeah. Um, and so we were very disappointed that we didn't really get uh, Pietro mm-hmm. uh, in the show and, and like I said it didn't have to be from the X-Men universe you know multiverse and all this kinds of stuff it just needed to be the fast guy I can't believe I can't remember his name right now Quicksilver Quicksilver <laughs> brain fart man it's brain all fart. So, you know, Marvel does that. And I think that that's just a prime example of they, they reel you in. And then it's not that they disappoint you because the show and their movies are great. Maybe they do it on purpose for us. 
Yeah. But, you know, Marvel needs to stop doing that. <laughs> Just give us what we want. You know what I'm saying? But yes. that's that's something really interesting because the entire time, the little Easter eggs, the, the show that had, uh, the show itself had these interesting commercials. People were drawing parallels. People were getting hyped. They were thinking we were going to open the multiverse. People were saying Wolverine was going to show up. People were saying Doctor Doom was going to show up. People were saying that Spider-Man was going to show up. Nothing. Yep. So Nothing. explain explain that to us. What, how, how can we take WandaVision, a great show, a show I gave eight stars out of ten, four stars. How can we come to terms with that when we as fans are expecting and we visualize something but then at the end, we have to understand that it's a show about Wanda. Well, um, I think I, I think it's good that Marvel does that because they don't want us to deter from, from the main character or the main point of the show. So if you were going to introduce all these characters, all these things that we wanted, then it would not have been named WandaVision. You know, when they make um, a movie, it's very specific to that character. You know, even though, like, I mean, I think a good example is Captain America Civil Civil War. Like, that was was Avengers 2.5, you could say, but it was Captain America 3. Uh, even though there was a huge mashup of, of superheroes, you know, it was still a movie about, um, uh, I would say Captain America because you had to finish what was going on from Winter Soldier. Um, my point is it was still a movie about Captain America, so... You can't have too many characters in WandaVision because then it's, it's not really about WandaVision. And they really wanted to dedicate uh, the show to them um, so that we can get to know, you know, she's very crucial in the Marvel Universe. So we, you just had to focus on that. You had to focus on her. So yeah, I think I, that's... Anyhow, no, yeah, well said, well said. Um, I agree with you. Because if, if you focus on all the other stuff, you'll forget about focusing on who the show is about. Yep. And if, if you focus on everything else, you're going to miss the story. And so if, if you watch WandaVision, you have to get through the first two episodes. You have to understand what Wanda's going through. You have to get through that old sitcom kind of vibe. But you black have to and white. Black and white. <laughs> uh, uh, no color. Not until like the third episode. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a very beautiful story. It's it's very well written. Um, it's very. It 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 makes you understand the character more, and I, I enjoy that 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 Marvel's had this team up with Disney Plus to give us more superhero stuff. You know, it's yeah. it's like us as kids where we get the two Avengers movies, and we have to wait until they come out with a TV show, and then we can have episode after episode after episode. But then they, you know. But as adults, you're like, oh, you know, that's for kids. People, are, you know, nerds. Which is not a bad, not a, it's not a bad thing. It's not for kids. It's for everyone. Right. 
and so then they make our superheroes into live action and you know we get to enjoy two along with the new generation and they do a really really good job i i you get to know wanda you get to know vision you get to see superhero powers cosmic powers you, you mentioned the, the whole witches side of thing um yeah. Uh, you get to see a little bit of Vision. You know, he's not necessarily the same old Vision with the same old powers. At least I would say that. Um, and then you get to a point where you get Monica Rambeau involved. You get the scroll involved. You think you're going to get Reed Richards. You don't get Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's okay. But the story... The, the, to me, the, uh, you can tell me what you think, Paul. The, the, the story, I really like the story because besides giving us a really good romantic story between Vision and Wanda, you get where the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, is going when it comes to the Doctor Strange kind of stuff. And I think that that's something that, that Marvel... I understand that the first Infinity Saga phase was meant to be grounded with our superheroes, the supers we, we grew up with, and now with the the availability, we can get into more characters, more character development, and more secrets and all that kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But and you and you can't just necessarily smash that into everything you do into the Infinity Saga because the Infinity Saga was all about the Infinity Stones. But now you have to start thinking about what happens beyond the Infinity Stones. And you have to start taking those really cool stories from the comics and expanding them, you know. And Doctor Strange is one of those best expansion characters, and now Marvel has introduced Wanda as one of those great expansion characters. So what are your theories based on the ending of WandaVision as it leads into Doctor Strange? Um... Well, you're gonna have to get a little more specific with your question. I just, I just need clarification. Are you saying theories of Wanda's role in Doctor Strange's movie, or, or what Wanda Vision, what what Wanda Vision the show did for the entirety of the MCU? Both. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, first thing is, uh, I, uh, obviously, Wanda is going to be a very integral part in all this because she's very powerful. So, I don't really think Wanda did any, I don't know, I don't think that the Hex did anything. But I think because of the snap and time travel, there's a an entity, a villain that um, it's like not as powerful as, as Thanos, but still still powerful. Um, but Wanda is gonna be helping out a lot, and and yeah. 
as far as the entirety of the MCU is really going deep into the X-Men story. Um, so I don't know if you noticed this. I feel like I've expressed this to you before, but in the last episode, the way that um, the town people looked at her, I thought that was a really great foreshadowing of the one of the main issues in X-Men people feel um, about mutants or superheroes. Do we trust them? Should they be controlled? I feel like Civil War, yes, did touch on that. But I think now they can dive a little bit more into like everyone, like the general population, how everyone feels like that. You know, with the the cure, supposedly the cure that you don't want to be immune anymore, you just want to be normal, or they should be eradicated. So I think, you know, those are my theories as far as the entirety of the MCU. Not too much. I, I, so Wanda is probably more specific for the multiverse in Doctor Strange, but for the entirety of, of the MCU is the whole X-Men story. One of the one of the first stories. Yeah, I like that highlight. I like I like that insight, that perspective that Wanda introduces the mutant side of things. I didn't think about that before, but that makes a lot of sense to me. I hope uh, I could answer your your question. It's a great question. I mean, it's a great answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. But I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not familiar with the House of M. Um, but do you think that the MCU is doing their own spin on that? And that, so I don't think Marvel is going to reboot. I don't see them rebooting. You know how like the Justice League cartoons do that? The Flash s- s- runs really, really fast, starts the. So you don't think that Marvel is heading in that direction? Because uh, in the House of M story, if I stretch my brain enough. I think Wanda gets it to a certain point that she makes everything disappear. And I don't know the entirety of the story, but I don't even know how people come back from that. Um, do you think in some way they're kind of going to transition Wanda at some end, end of whatever phase to make that happen? And when we start over to get people thinking fresh? Or is the MCU going to using the word expand again just expand our thinking with the multiverse with the mutants like are we are they going to pull a dc like thing well this is just me um i think they might put a twist to the house of m story maybe not taking maybe maybe it does end that way or taking away all the mutants Mutants. But uh, the twist is from the comic is that she creates all the mutants. Um, as far as doing a reboot, I don't think that's going to happen. What I feel is they'll continue. They'll do the multiverse story. Um, and it's, I think they have to introduce Galactus. 
Um, and I think they need to introduce Doctor Doom. But yeah. Well, they they are. They are Probably. because of the Fantastic Four. We're just going off and out here. <laughs> just sharing what we. Um, but I think there's gonna get a point where after all that they're gonna have, they'll they'll maybe reboot because everyone has a, an attention span, so everyone has a a movie interest span, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it won't be a, a while after before they reboot things. I, but I don't think they're gonna reboot through Quantum Vision and the House of Doom story. Yeah. But I, I like your take on how WandaVision affects the MCU. Um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Paul, but it didn't really seem just like, how, I mean, kind of. The movies always overlap somehow. The stories overlap. Yeah. And as of right now, the stories haven't overlapped yet. You know, Falcon, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier don't really deal with WandaVision. It's as if they don't even know that it happened. And then, you know... We don't know what's going to happen with Loki. Loki is going to be a great show. Expecting high stuff for that. And then Marvel releases their new movie slate. You know, this we get Black Widow. We get Shang-Chi. Right, finally we get the Mandarin. Hopefully the Mandarin's cool. And he will be. <laughs> and then we get uh, the Eternals, which I need a trailer. I need something that's going to get me attached to the idea of the Eternals. Even though they have an interesting story. But I need something that's going to be, oh yeah, that's going to be good. And then uh, <laughs> we get Spider-Man, which I'm very excited for. You know how much I love Spider-Man. Then we get Doctor Strange. You know how much I love Doctor Strange. Then we get Thor. Then we get... Uh, along, I mean, I don't remember <laughs> the entire slate, but I know we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the Fantastic Four. So these movies are coming. Yeah. And these TV shows are going to be coming too. That, that, that Marvel makes. What's going to be the connection? You know, because we haven't seen the connection yet. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, good uh, good point that you bring all this stuff up. Uh, so, if you remember, uh, in the last episode of WandaVision, was her, the story the end credit scene you could see where where it was leading with the secret invasion story but also at the end end credit scene of one division you can see the connection with uh, with with maybe doctor strange multiverse madness um So I think WandaVision was meant to introduce this new idea about the multiverse because that's the connection into Doctor Strange, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, and maybe the end of that story. Um, With Captain Captain America and the Winter Soldier, that... That was just a movie to kind of, uh, you know, well, the series was to go more into Sam and his character and his personality and see what Winter Soldier was dealing with. Um, you, you go to Wakanda and you come out with a white panther. 
Exactly. <laughs> White wolf. White wolf. Yeah. Um, I feel like that show has some connections with Black Panther. I I think it has connections with the Armor Wars. Uh, anything pertaining to the Captain America, you know, it's going in that direction. But I feel it was also made just so that we can understand, like, um what happened after the blip you know because in spider-man uh, far from home I, 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 yeah it's that one you kind of get like a little bit you know but you don't really understand what was going on with everyone on on earth you know so i think captain america and uh and the winter soldier kind of go in a different direction and and i don't think it's a part of the main story it, i mean it still is because you're, you're seeing how people are dealing with everything but there's no really direct connection with the multiverse story but one vision definitely um but Marvel is going in a lot of directions, but I I think the series is not like the the main thing, like the main story. You have to stick to the movies. The movies really explain the, the big picture. But you would agree that we're gonna have to. Everyone's gonna have to start watching the TV shows too to understand what goes in on the movies and on the TV side. I think so. Yeah, because. Uh, People are gonna need to understand these new new characters, you know, and yeah, a hidden not not hidden things, but uh, um, those side things, yeah, Easter eggs, side stories, but they're still important. You like you you need to know these things before. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Kind of in a nutshell, WandaVision is a great show, interesting show, weird show, cool show, all the same adjectives. Um, but it's more of that cool little domino trick where you flick the domino and it starts flicking all the rest of the dominoes. Mm-hmm. But it's not one straight line. It like you flick this one domino piece and there's like four there goes different. There a bunch of yeah, right and. You're saying that that's how we have to look at it. Like WandaVision kind of is the pinnacle to the opening of the multiverse, but it's still affecting this one straight storyline in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's more it's more direct, but like uh, Captain America's Winter Soldier, it might take a while before it really gets to the actual main path. Story. Yeah. So, story. I don't know where um, which story you're excited for. I'm I'm not sure what I'm excited for either at the moment. Interesting. Um, But I can tell you which movies I'm most excited for. Yeah, we can, we can talk about that. Uh, But where does, where does it converge though? Like WandaVision is going to get us somewhere. Falcon of the Winter Soldier is going to come around at some point. You know, Secret Invasion is coming. These movies are coming. So WandaVision really gives you a good story, tells you where the MCU is at, gives you this good stuff, and then kind of leaves it for you. And then Marvel comes out with, oh, uh, here are these movies, by the way. So which movies are you excited for? 
Uh, Thor. Uh, Love and Thunder. My number one movie. And I'm most 2022. excited for. I know, I can wait. Um, oh, I forgot to mention Black Panther. Uh, Wakanda Forever is coming out next Wakanda year. That's forever, forever. Yes. I should not have forgotten that. But yes. R.I.P. Um, and then from there, it, it's probably Doctor Strange, and then um, and then just Spider Man: No Way Home. Those are the yeah. only three, really. I I think it's gonna. You need a trailer to to sell you on Guardians. Actually, that might be the fourth. Because I'll always be a fan of, of that team. Let um, it be known, everybody. Let it be known. And my mother will laugh when I say this. When Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 came out, we all watched it in theaters. And then when it came out on digital, apparently, these are the paraphrasing my mother's words, JP watched it like five times every other week. <laughs> you know, I don't even remember that. But that's funny. <laughs> So yeah, I uh, I can see that you you would be excited for Guardians. Um, well, not not after I like didn't include them. You, you kind of <laughs> reminded me. Um, it's it's just hard to tell what big story their Marvel is trying to lead up. Because there's just there's there's so many directions that you can go with this, right? And that's kind of the head spin with WandaVision. They give you so many different perspectives. I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to do some research. But you hear that, kiddos? Even JP does homework. <laughs> of course, <laughs> especially if it's something I like doing. <laughs> stay in school um, stay in school yes um, what I mean what I mean about doing my research is like obviously they're trying to lead somewhere because the the big ultimate next story is not the multiverse it's not secret invasion I thought it was going to be secret invasion um All of a sudden, I started to think about Dark Side. <laughs> can't believe I did that. Um, I think it's going to have to be a big X Men Fantastic Four story. You know, in a funny way, because you've talked about what WandaVision has done and opening up all these stories, I think there's going to be. And I think we can handle it. I hope that fans and the rest of the world can handle it so they don't get superhero fatigue. Mm. I think there's going to be a lot of villains. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, because... there is. And I, that, that's what, that's what, I think that goes back to one of my uh, main points is you said it, you said it uh, correctly, superhero fatigue. I don't know. I can't even remember how I said it, but it didn't really make sense. You talked about attention span, and I like that one too. You know, everybody has some kind of movie span, and they're like, oh, another superhero movie? You gotta be kidding me. Honestly, people were getting superhero fatigue even with uh, 
this main story of the Infinity uh, or Saga. Yeah. I remember sitting in class and I'm like, it's just another Marvel movie. And I'm just like, well, you don't know <laughs> what it's going to lead up to. It's Go like and the watch best. the movie. Uh, and honestly, it's a clear definition of like, you know, who's really, who really knows the story because if you were there uh, opening night, you got chills. You were screaming in the theater. You were, you were crying, crying. We're all talking about Endgame, by the way, everybody. <laughs> and uh, and everyone that didn't go through that, even though it wasn't. And I know some people who said, "I can't. I don't understand why people cried at that movie." And there was one understand. person. There's one person who was like, "Yeah, the theater got really loud." I said, "Didn't you join?" No. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I think you know, honestly, it's, yeah. it's already happened. You, you know, uh, yeah. I just Every, I, everyone's I, already gone through that. Right. What am I saying? Yeah. But these interesting villains, like we're gonna get Kang the Conqueror. Really cool. I like Kang the Conqueror. So in a sense, we're gonna get time, not time as a villain, but messing with time creates villains so that's why we need Doctor Strange that's why we need the quantum realm and and Kang the Conqueror but then at the same time maybe just maybe the Eternals are going to give this big hint at well time is an issue yes and we need to make sure that that works but there are other intergalactic forces Mm-hmm. Out, out there yeah um, so we could get Galactus which would be really cool but I, I I think that that's kind of what we're setting up here is that there's going to be a lot more villains than we think and how Marvel's going to do that is going to be the trick are we leading up to one big fight are we going to have several big fights is Wanda going to become a villain like I said uh, people in the I'm sure everybody would feel the same way but in the comics everyone did feel that superheroes were villains even if they did good right Sokovia Accords yeah yeah well we all know which villain JP is excited for and that's Galactus if you don't know what Galactus is go look him up (laughs) <laughs> yes, I was going to mention that, but uh, that'd be, uh, I think that's where they should end. <laughs> After that, they can reboot if they want to. Well, how many years are we going to get before it ends? Ten years. Another decade, and that's it. And then we have to reboot? Yeah. Really? I mean, that's just me. That's okay. just me. No, I mean it's it's. it's I'm just pers- saying. I'm just saying. Su- superhero fatigue has already happened, so I don't know what I'm worried about because when another, like, when all these movies come out, like, it's a small percentage of the population that you know really likes this and wants to keep seeing everything brought to life. For everyone else, it's like they don't care. Like I, I just I know a lot of people. 
that don't don't care about superheroes. Or there are a lot of people. Nah, who I'm think getting that too heated because I I just <laughs> I just uh, one of my friends and I were uh, speaking about this. Uh, his uh, boss or something was speaking about how he doesn't like superheroes. I'm just like, okay, everyone, everyone has their likes. Okay, you don't like superheroes, but you don't need to bash on them. Like if I knew you're like what you really like and you wish like I don't know you read a book or something and it came to life I can bash on that and I know how you would feel too anyhow I'll stop I'm getting heated it's alright it's okay it's toy- It's understandable you know people don't like superheroes that's okay people may like I don't know Tinkerbell or something I think this podcast is not about Wanda Vision anymore. <laughs> what are we doing? We've created the multiverse on subjects. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, people may not like it. I know some people that think that we just watch muñecos all day, and it's not very important. But it's okay. We like our muñecos. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the end, listeners... At the at the culmination of this review, um, we've talked about sitcoms. We've talked about people not like liking superheroes. We've talked about the multiverse, and we've talked about persevering. And that, ladies and gentlemen, of the jury, is WandaVision. What did you say, Paul? All of that is all WandaVision. It is. It really is. So you, you, we've we've continued speaking of one division. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, did, uh, yeah. If you think about it, and you know, you pay attention. Maybe we did it. Maybe we pulled a Marvel here. We made people think outside the box, and they'll go watch one division because you watched it. Yes. <laughs> they want to go watch it. They haven't watched it. Uh, for me, eight stars, uh, four star. Uh, what about you, Board? I think it deserves a nine out of ten. Okay, JP has given it a nine out of ten. We don't want to make uh, Charles Barkley get mad at mad at us, but Charles Barkley has to say guarantee. That's JP's guarantee right there that it's a nine star TV <sighs> show. <laughs> so everybody, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you'll watch One Division. It's a pretty good show. And we will continue doing these for you, and so you can get a little laugh. Say goodbye to the people, Paul. See you, everyone. Good night, or good morning. Depending or on where you're listening. Buenas tardes. <laughs> Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Bonsoir. All right, everybody. May God bless you, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to uh, JP and I's review of WandaVision. Hope you liked it. Just a couple of things. Uh, please follow my wife on Instagram for her art uh, profile. You can find her at A underscore M Studios Art. You can find all her art pieces uh, that she's working on and that she hopes to work on. Just so everybody knows, um, there are a couple new series coming out on the podcast. Uh, the first series that's coming soon is called Conversations. 
I'll explain what that is when the first episode airs. Something else that I'm doing is called Game Day. And Game Day is a series where I'm going to talk sports. Do my best at talking sports. Specifically basketball and soccer. Um, the NBA playoffs start in a couple weeks. And I will be giving my opinion on basketball stuff. And the multiple teams and the players that will be there. And JP will be back for some of those. Maybe even the first one. Another series that where I'm going to continue to do is our movie and show reviews. And um, just as of right now, I'm not sure what the next movie or show review will be, but I have a good idea that Loki, uh, the Disney Plus series, will be next, and I'll be reviewing that with my good friend and brother, Owen Triolo. So we'll be looking forward to that. There'll be some other podcasts coming. Hopefully you share with your friends, and hopefully they like them too. Please remember to follow my wife at A underscore M Studios Art. And hopefully you keep listening to my podcast. Hopefully you find some things that make you smile, make you laugh, make you think. And of course, uh, focusing on spiritual things that can edify and uplift your day. Maybe. I, we all do the best we can. Um, God is the one who talks to you. I just hope that in some way I'm facilitating a good message. But until then, may God bless you.